I think it's safe to say that the number one topic on Razorback fans' minds right now is Malik Hornsby. What's going on with this situation? Is he a backup quarterback? Is he going to play again? He wiped everything from social media. Is that a bad sign? We're going to break it all down and talk about what in the world's going on with Malik Hornsby. And if KJ Jefferson can't go against Mississippi State, who's going to step up? It's all coming up on today's Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 103.7 TheBuzz.com. Today's episode of Locked On Razorbacks is sponsored by Simply Safe Home Security. With Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe, 24-7 monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response. There's no safe place like Simply Safe. So visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college to learn more. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday and you're wondering why is it uh, here in the video a little bit darker? Uh, it's because I am actually recording this Monday night because I have the uh, 1037 the Buzz golf tournament I got to be playing in on Tuesday morning. So I'm having to do a little bit of a a little bit of a ahead of time schedule. So that's why it's uh, darker in the background and why it's set up that way. But uh, you know, there's there's a a lot of things going on with Razorback football right now that a lot of people are interested in. I want to go ahead and kick it off uh, with simply just getting right to it and talking about Malik Hornsby. Uh, you know, this was something we discussed at least in, in passing on Monday's podcast, and it is a legitimate story because when Arkansas was getting beat by Alabama and K.J. Jefferson got what appeared to be uh, an injury that kept him out of the game. Some people maybe thought it was a concussion. Don't really know exactly the extent of it. But everyone expected to see Malik Hornsby come in at quarterback because for the entire season, he's been the number two guy on the depth chart. He's been the guy that uh, has been talked about as being, hey, if they need somebody to step in, he'll, he will be the guy. But instead, you saw Cade Fortin, which just made people start speculating and start saying, okay, so – What's going on? What's happening here? What's the problem? Well, Sam Pittman was asked about that in his Monday press conference about Malik Hornsby and if he's still a quarterback. And here's what Coach Pittman had to say. He's a quarterback. I mean, he's 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 a quarterback as well. You know, um, certainly the plan for him to play wide receiver has not been uh, even what I thought it would be. Um, uh, but the plan is for him to play quarterback. Give credit to Pictrail Nation uh, for that video. Um, so very simple answer there from Sam Pittman, that he is a quarterback, but him playing at wide receiver hasn't worked out the way I thought it would. Now, I, I know that people are wondering, okay, so what did Sam Pittman think about? I went back and I got this video from when Sam Pittman was asked about Malik Hornsby once uh, he came into the transfer portal and then withdrew his name to stay at Arkansas. Sam Pittman was asked about this back in spring, so we have the full context. Here's what Sam Pittman talked about Malik Hornsby back in spring ball when he decided to return to Arkansas out of the transfer portal. Uh, Malik didn't miss any practice, didn't miss anything. He, he got in the portal over 
The thing that bothers me, if we got guys working for three weeks and a guy goes in the portal, he doesn't like who comes back on the portal, and then he says, can I come back to the team? No. Uh, you missed three weeks of ball and work. Uh, Malik didn't do that. In that conversation, I said, we're going to give you every bit of opportunity to, to win the starting quarterback job, but also, uh, if you come back, I, I need you to be uh, open to playing wide receiver. And uh, so we're, we're, we're doing it at a slow pace. Uh, we certainly want to give him every opportunity to win the starting quarterback job. But I think you've seen it, and we certainly have seen that he could help us tremendously as a wide receiver. So that's how it came about. And to his credit, he's, uh, he's doing a really good job with it, and he's having to play extra reps and those things. But I think with uh, Fortin coming on a little bit more and more and more, um, that will help us be able to do that a little bit. Okay, so there you have the context of what the comments were made by Sam Pittman just uh, earlier this year during spring practice of when uh, Malik Hornsby decided to so there's a one on here. I think there's a lot of moving pieces that we can kind of try to figure out. Um, first off, said in today's press conference or Monday's press conference, depending on when you're listening, about Malik and saying he's still quarterback, but he hasn't come along as uh, or as we thought or didn't work out at wide receiver. Originally thought, you know, some people are like taking issue with this. Some people are saying, oh, goodness gracious, this is terrible. This is showing us how Mr. Use of of Malik and the audio things, but I see it that way. I know the glass half full, glass half empty, but there are always reasons why a player who we hear about and hear about how good they are, about how fast they are, how talented they are, you know, whatever it may be, there usually ends up being a reason as to why the player is not seeing the field. Like, I just have a, I have so much doubt. Like, cause, and, and maybe I'm the stupid one, which is very possible because I am very stupid. But I just have a lot of doubt that Sam Pittman's sitting over there with Malik Hornsby on the sideline saying, you know what, kid, you're so, you're so, so skilled. You, you understand the playbook. You got everything going on for you. You're just so great that, that we're not even going to play you. I'm believing that. But, also, hearing back to the comments that Sam Pittman made originally by Malik Hornsby, he said that, yeah, he still be a quarterback, still be our backup quarterback, but we are going to try him out at wide receiver. We think we can help, he can help us out. And obviously, he hasn't been. Is it a route-running situation? Is it a playbook situation? Is it an attitude situation? I have no clue. But there is a reason field. And I thought that when you heard of the comments from Sam Pittman, kind of also gave it a little bit of an idea of Cade Fortin is coming along and how well he's coming along. It's helping us be able to put ourselves in this situation where we can move Malik to wide receiver and have him uh, help us out in that way and then have Cade Fortin kind of be more of that in, in that comfort zone too. And even alluded to the fact that um, – reason Cade Fortin also came in in the fourth quarter against Alabama is because in, in, they were in a passing situation and they needed a passer. And so that also tells you uh, the uh, passing ability right now of Lee Hornsby, or at least compared to Cade Fortin and why they went that route too. 
But all these questions are getting raised because of this whole situation. And, you know, everybody wants to have an answer as to, to why it's happening. Why is it this way? Why is it that way? Whatever it may be. And the honest answer, and this is something that, you know, people can speculate. They can ask it. They can throw out whatever theories they want to throw out or anything like that. But my whole standing of this is that Malik is a really fine athlete. But Sam Pittman, Kendall Bryles, the offensive staff, whoever, they have their reasons as to why they're not putting him on the field. There, there has to be something there. And I really hate that because we've seen the athleticism and the speed of Malik Hornsby. I still think that, um, you know, KJ is obviously the best quarterback for this team. And we'll talk about KJ here in a little bit. He's the best quarterback for this team. He's got the best arm on this team as well. And to be honest, the times I've seen Malik Hornsby in practices and in scrimmages, and we saw him a little bit against Texas A&M last year, and even against uh, uh, Penn State in the bowl game, you didn't really see a whole lot of reason to believe he, he's a great passer, or at least to the level that they, he needs to be at. And so now it just becomes everybody throwing around their own speculation, everyone throwing around their own reasons and opinions and all of that. I just don't think that, like, I get why people are asking, but I just don't think that Malik Hornsby being on the field would have made a difference against Alabama on Saturday. Like, because I think Arkansas has got some really good wide receivers. I think Keetron Jackson, Jaden Hazelwood, and Matt Landers are great wide receivers. And they have some other guys that are obviously young and, and possibly, you know, going to be able to, to get better and improve and be really involved with the offense. But it just seems like right now, Malik Hornsby's kind of on his own little island and he has really no home. You know, he, he has no, he's like, he's not the type of backup quarterback that they want him to be or that he needs to be for them to feel comfortable to give it to him. But he's also not good enough of a wide receiver for him to go out there and get playing time. So he, he's kind of on his own little island here. And I know that Malik Hornsby, everyone's pointing out the fact that, oh, look at he deleted all the Arkansas stuff from his social media, or he's from his Instagram. And then he, um, Sam Pittman even said that him and Malik, you know, they're, he's fine. He talked to him today, and he's fine. He says he's not, you know, trying to trying to leave or anything like that. So, which is good because that, that kind of was the vibe that everyone got. But it's a it's a curious thing. It's a curious thing. But I'm I'm not going to try to you know go crazy with everybody else saying it was like oh well if if, if Malik Hornsby was playing, then you'd you'd have a you would have had a better chance against. Uh, Alabama or, or, you know, the times where he played against AM and it didn't work out like they tried to get him involved and maybe they haven't done the best job of getting him involved the way they should. But it's just I don't know. I from all the things I'm hearing from Sam Pittman and everything, it doesn't sound like it's too like dire of a situation or too like I think the perception is a lot worse than what the situation actually calls for. But who knows? KJ Jefferson's dealing with an injury right now. He may not be able to play against Mississippi State. And if he doesn't, is it going to be Cade Fortin that they're going to be rolling out there? Or to start the game, at least, they're going to try to mix in some stuff up with Malik Hornsby. We'll talk about that here in just a second and dive into what we think is going to be happening. But right now, I got to tell you about Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people doing with that, doing something right. So at Simply Safe, 
Your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my very own home. They protect you with the cutting edge technology powered by 24-7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Listen, this is this is why I love it. I have at home, right? I know he's moving around. I know he like he doesn't he's over here asleep right now, but he's he roams around. He doesn't he's not kenneled or anything like that. I want to make sure that whenever he's home, he's always going to be safe. I want to make sure that my possessions are safe. I got a lot of radio equipment, some podcasts in here, my computers and everything. I want to make sure they're safe. That's why I use Simply Safe. They call the agents the moment a threat is detected and they dispatch police or first responders in the case of emergency, even if you're not home or if you can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors in every room, window, and door. HD security cameras in for inside and outside your home. Smarter ways to detect that motion uh, sensory and it also can help you detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home as well. So here's the deal. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. And simply safe is spelled S I P L I S A F E dot com slash locked on college. You can save 20% on your simply safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Simplysafe.com slash locked on college to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so uh, the next biggest question. What's going on with KJ Jefferson now with the Razorbacks? Oh, fun. Well, we know that he went out with an injury against Alabama. We know that uh, Cade Fortin came in. We know that there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding everything. Well, Sam Pittman was asked about the situation with KJ, and here's what he had to say. Uh, he he had some mild symptoms, and, uh, you know, those are things that our doctors look at. Saying, you know, each kid's a little bit different of how they how they react, and, and uh, we've had guys back within three or four days. We've had guys out for 27 days, you know, so – uh, we'll just, he's kind of a wait and see, to be honest with you. And just confirming that means KJ's in concussion protocol. I didn't say that. So Sam Pittman making it very clear that uh, he did not say that he is in concussion protocol, but was showing symptoms. Now, I know that this may frustrate some people when they hear this because they're like, oh, well, come on, coach. Like, we want to hear about what's going on. We want to hear about the injury. Like, what's happening? We, you're, you owe that to us. Well, he doesn't owe you jack. He doesn't owe you anything like that. But, I, I, I understand why Sam Pittman wants to handle it this way. I don't mind if coaches are very close to the chest when it comes to dealing with injuries with their players. Because one, you never want to give any sort of tactical advantage or anything like that to your opponent who's going to be scouting you and getting ready for you. And two, you know, there's, there's a, these are still kids. They're still college kids. They're ones that are dealing with injuries, they're dealing with school, they're dealing with a lot of different stuff. And so, you know, there's a lot of moving parts that go along with it that makes it just where it's like, okay, well, you don't need to know everything. You know, their family's involved. They don't want to have to answer those questions too. So I understand why he keeps it really close to the chest uh, as far as it's close to the chest or close to the vest. I'm always wondering that, but I'm going to say close to the chest sounds better. Everyone's got a chest. Not everyone wears vest. Uh, but I, I think that it's okay for him to be that way. And I, I, don't, I don't mind it. But the question becomes is obviously there's something there. 
there's some sort of injury there that is making it to where Sam Pittman is at least having to monitor the situation with QB1. Now, I will admit that KJ has not been stellar at times this year. I mean, he's been solid. It's been okay, but there's been times that he's he's missed. His accuracy has not been where it needs to be. I think everybody would admit that. Still not like he's horrible or anything because he's still a fine quarterback that makes a lot of good decisions and obviously gives you the best chance of winning. But there have been some elements to where uh, he's needed to improve upon. So going into this game against Mississippi State, what if KJ Jefferson can't go? Like, what if he can't play? It could happen, which really sucks because KJ Jefferson wants to play against the Mississippi schools. He wants to play them on the road in Mississippi. It's where he's from. He balled out against Ole Miss last year. He balled out against Mississippi State last year. Uh, I mean, you you want him to be in those games because you know how much it means to him to try to beat those Mississippi schools. So it'll be really unfortunate if he can't go. And we don't know if he can't go for sure. But just for the hypothetical sake, what if he can't? What if K.J. Jefferson cannot play against Mississippi State? What do you want to see? What do we want to see? And I'm going to be honest, and I'm not trying to pin anybody against anything because ultimately, whatever Sam Pittman and Kendall Brown's decision is, I'm going to support it because they know a lot more about football than me. They know a lot more about coaching than me. And so it doesn't really matter what I want or what you want. It's a matter of what those coaches who are in those film sessions or in those practices or in those scrimmages, they know a lot better than me or you or anybody else. So whatever their decision is, I'm going to support it and going to give them the benefit of that doubt. That being said, though, guys, I want to see Malik Hornsby. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I just think that Oh, he's just light years better than Cade Fortin. It's not that. It's not that at all. Cade Fortin, I think he's fine. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he can, he's, a, he's a veteran. He's been around a long time, and I think he's fine. So it's not like he's, he's trash and, and Hornsby's good. Like, I'm not saying that. But Malik has such a weapon with his legs that at the worst-case scenario, you at least know you're going to be able to have a lot of weapons in the run game. Now, can he throw it as effectively? Will he make mistakes? Maybe. Maybe which could be really bad and, and that could be very costly in the like may, maybe that's a thing you know but I feel like he gives you the best chance to make the offense go because then even when he gets back and lines back in the shotgun and, and sits there and waits like they're gonna have to have a quarterback spy on him at all times and if he can't throw it he'll take off running and as we know that that's such a huge weapon to have on third and longs and situations like that and so that's what I would like to see. I'd like to see Malik in there as the quarterback if KJ Jefferson can't go. But I also will completely and totally be understanding if they give him a very short leash. For instance, if he's going out there and he's throwing, you know, turning the ball over, throwing picks, not making good decisions, then put in Kate Fortin too. I think that they're kind of the that they're so different. Ex- you know, and if you, you got a guy that's whoever's basically not whoever's making the least amount of mistakes needs to be the quarterback in there if KJ can't go. But I want to see Malik start it. I want to see Malik go out there. I want to see his speed. I want to see his athleticism. I want to see that get done in the way that it should get done and the way it should look and everything like that. That's what I want. But hopefully go. That's the best case scenario. KJ, hopefully he's healthy enough to go. Hopefully he can play. He's giving. He's going to give you the best chance of winning this game, whether you like to admit it or not. He is. He's the best quarterback on this team. 
and hopefully he's able to go for Arkansas this week uh, this weekend. Uh, so I got to tell you about Built Bar, folks. I mean, I love Built Bar. I've been telling you this a lot, a lot of times. It's my go-to protein bar all day in the morning when I wake up, out maybe before a workout, just kind of depending on how I'm feeling. They, they're just great. They taste amazing. They're so healthy for you. And they have so many different flavors to choose from. 160 calories with 15 grams of protein in them. And they're covered in 100% chocolate. Like, it almost seems like it's too good to be true, right? But it's not. It's real. It's Built Bar. And it actually works. It tastes amazing. And all the different flavors to choose from are, are just incredible. So go to their website. Try it out for yourself. Go to Built Use promo code LOCKEDON15. And you'll get 15% off your next order. It's as simple as that. Just go to build.com, use promo code locked on 15 to get 15% off your order using promo code locked on 15. I also got to tell you, folks, I know all of you Razorback fans out there, you're going to be continuing to travel for games, not just for football, but for basketball, but for baseball and everything showing up and going on with Razorback sports. Got to make sure you got the right apparel. Got to make sure that you're looking good, looking, looking the, the highest of quality. When it comes to all of your Razorback game day apparel and Alumni Hall in Fayetteville has you covered. The best and largest selection of apparel for the whole family. They got vintage throwbacks. They got Nike. They got Nike Golf. They got Champion. They got Columbia. Uh, I mean, they have, they have Peter Millar. They got Southern Tide. They got it all. Uh, you got to check it out. And it's it's an incredible thing where even the, the folks that I know that have gone in there and have told them how they heard about them on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, like they go in there and they're like, this is a place is incredible. Like they've told me about it. Like they're like, they walk in, we've been to other game day stores and we've uh, we've checked out other things, but it these those places have nothing what Alumni Hall has. And so you got to check it out for yourself. Uh, they You get the fan experience. They also got all the tailgating experience. Hey, and they also got the, uh, the pig and wearing that, and I appreciate them sending that to me and everything. I'm not really much of a hat guy usually, but I do like the pig's hat, and uh, they have those in stock for you as well. So just head over there to Alumni Hall in Fayetteville on College Avenue, right there next to the Whole Foods, and check them out for yourself. Tell them that the Locked On Razorbacks podcast sent you. Tell them that John Neighbor sent you, and they may even thank you for that. They may even hook you up. They may even say, hey, you know John Neighbors? Wow, that guy's a great guy. Well, I can't wait to help you find what you need when it comes to Razorback Apparel. That would be nice if they said that too. But either way, go check them out on College Avenue right there in Fayetteville and make sure you're game day. And you can also visit their website, Alumni, Alumni Hall, and all the apparel that they have there as well with Alumni Hall, where Razorback fans come to shop. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorback Podcast. Uh, I call it Tuesday Nonsense. Um, I wanted to just use this quick segment at the end of the podcast to uh, to tell everybody thank um, Yesterday, day, and I, I was born on October 3rd, and it's so funny because, um, you know, it's always at a fall birthday and always got to have a uh, you know fun experiences with football season and everything. Arkansas hasn't won many games though on my birthday here recently. They won 20 Mississippi State uh when they got their first SEC victory there. That was a good one. Uh they won back, I remember like in 20 2009 it was like my 21st birthday and Arkansas uh, took care of business against AM in the first Southwest class. But anyways, it's always been a fall birthday. And you know, I'll, I'll admit like sometimes 
Sometimes uh, birthdays and Christmases are pretty hard on me. And, and I'm not trying to do this in some sort of sap story. I'm just being honest. Like, you know, it's when you're when you're single, you know, and you, you just uh, you kind of live your family so far away and everything. You know, sometimes and as much as I love Rowdy, my dog, you know, sometimes it's just got, for these holidays and these occasions. It's just maybe, uh, you know, maybe doesn't have the camaraderie and the togetherness that uh, you see from other people when they experience it, which, again, is, is fine. I'm not trying to have feel some sort of thing. But it's just my, my point is, is that for all of you that reached out to me and wish me a happy birthday, you know, that means a lot to me. It really does. And I try to respond to each and every one of you. And because it's really great to have you not only uh, listen to the podcast or my radio show or, you know, follow me on Twitter or whatever it is, uh, but just to have you be a part of it. Um, a lot of times I, I just kind of sit back and look at blessed I am to be able to do what I do. Uh, and be able to to work for for such a great company like the Locked On Podcast Network, which it's just it's so much fun. I, I love doing it. Be able to provide things for all of you, the listeners, that you want to hear about and that you enjoy it. Like that means if you nobody enjoyed it, if I didn't have people listening to me or anything like that, I'd be like, what's the point? I try to do this for you, the fan. That's why it's the number one in all of them. America when it comes to Razorback athletics. That's why I do it every single day. That's why I want with everybody that I've seen, you know, every time I go out for a game or, you know, go out when I'm in Fayetteville and I see people that come up to me and like, I just want to talk, you know, tell them how much I appreciate it. And so for all of you that reached out and said, happy birthday to me, I really, really appreciate it. Seriously. That's so awesome. And I thank you so much for doing it. It makes it so much uh, more fulfilling when you're like, people actually care. You know, even if it's just like a little Facebook post or a tweet or, or whatever it is, it's appreciated from all of you. So I wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I'm getting old on it every day, but hey, it's life and you just keep moving with it as best as possible as well. Well, appreciate everybody listening into Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.